Presenting this week's story. The end is unknown, but the purpose is clear. Part 8. When Gabby arrived at this week's story class, she immediately came to me and asked, Mrs. Steiner, what's happening to Ukraine? Gabby, Maripol is in desperate condition. The east side of Ukraine is being pounded with artillery. More refugees have fled the country. Slovakia, a NATO country, has sent Ukraine an S-300 air defense system. Sympathy was in her eyes. She and her class had been receiving updates about the Ukraine invasion. In class, she listened intensely, and then, with the other students, asked questions. They wanted to understand. How does the war in Ukraine connect to the world and to us? What are refugees? Where do they go? Can we help them? What can people do when their country's leader steals his people's freedom? Do the Ukrainians need weapons? Why? Do countries with freedom have a responsibility to a democratic country that is invaded and its soldiers and citizens are being killed? During the weeks the Ukraine invasion was exploding, I had been writing a series of stories on the invasion. In the last three chapters of the series, President Volodymyr Zelensky crossed time to visit General George Washington in Valley Forge. Zelensky's visit had been reduced to two days because he was urgently needed in Ukraine. Each man was leading a war against a country that vastly outnumbered his country in manpower and weaponry. Zelensky was courteously direct when he told Washington, I did not come to Valley Forge in February of 1778 to observe modern technology. How do you deal with your weaponry limitations? How skilled are your soldiers in using and maintaining their weapons? I have seen that we both are resolved to stay with our men. That is essential to building our people's trust. Otherwise, we cannot share a vision for freedom and rights for each person and the entirety of Ukraine. Our commitment must be unconditional. We are and will be with our soldiers and citizens through disease, hunger, cold, and discouragement. I am told that one in four of your soldiers are dying from these conditions. I wish your Congress would help, but it is convinced you're exaggerating conditions. Congressmen must seize the foolishness of sending paper money instead of warm clothing and food. Your men are strong in spirit. I have watched you encourage them to not waver. Trust God. Washington spoke. Volodymyr, thank you for your words. I also understand your frustration and courage in speaking with the leaders of other countries. I know that you now need modern air defense systems and jets. Delay means more of your people are being killed and more towns destroyed. Every day I juggle military needs. As yet, the military help we most need has been a trickle. I am amazed by the humanitarian aid you have received from private and governmental agencies. Poland has been an extraordinary example of generosity to refugees. Their willingness is deep. They experienced living under a totalitarian regime. And now they live with freedom. General Washington, my friend, we do not know our future. But as your General Green said about the American military, 
We fight, get beat, rise and fight again. May no one steal credit for God's help. This concludes Ukraine Invasion, as presented to you by the This Week's Story team. Find more stories at thisweekstory.com. <laughs>